Official statement from Chuck Fletcher, President, Hockey Operations, and General Manager of the Philadelphia Flyers. Philadelphia Flyers forward Oscar Lindblom has been diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma by leading specialists at the University of Pennsylvania. He will undergo further testing and evaluation next week and begin treatment immediately thereafter. He is not expected to return to play for the remainder of the season. The Flyers will do everything possible to support Oscar and assist him in securing the best care available. Out of respect for Oscar and his family, the team will have no further comment at this time and ask that Oscar be afforded a period of privacy so that he may focus his efforts on his treatment and a return to full health. Us boys over here at TLY send our full thoughts and prayers out to Oscar and his family. Back ahead, Danny Briere. Briere sets up Carl. This is episode 22 of the Liberty Yell. I am Danny Deemer here with Chris Stumpo. As always. And uh, it's been a really wild week. Crazy. Let's start with the bad news. We can get that out of the way yeah, early. for sure. Oscar Limblom, I mean. It's terrible. It's, it's hard, awful. It's hard to put into words, like, how the fan base feels about it. You know what I mean? Dude, it's, I, it's hard to talk about. It's really hard to talk about. I My stomach hurt when I found out, like, when I saw the tweet. No, you texted me. And I was at work when you texted me, and I kind of glanced at my phone, and I thought you said Lindholm, the guy on Calgary. Yeah. So I was not too, not ready to run back to my phone and see what you meant by that. But then when I did get back on my phone, and I saw you meant by our Oscar, and then I saw what the news was, was I like stopped in my tracks. It's terrible. He's still a kid, 23 years old, and he's got to deal with this now. Uh, I remember when I got the notification, we were we were told that we were gonna get an update on Oscar on Thursday, and they listed his upper body. Yeah. So I was just assume I was I don't know what what I was assuming, but I saw a tweet because I have the Flyers notifications on that says we are all fighting for Oscar, and I was like, what is this? So I clicked on it and I read through it a little bit, and I read that he wouldn't be back for the remainder of the season. And then of course I started googling some stuff on Ewing sarcoma, and it's just. It's terrible. It's a t- awful, extremely rare form of bone cancer. Yeah, uh, it's really common in young adults. Uh, it's like primarily ages seventeen to twenty, but Oscar's yeah. twenty three, and that's contract year, breakout year. But we're not here to talk about the hockey no, side of it. All. It's it's terrible, and like my thoughts are going out to his family and especially the team. For um, sure, like they love this guy, man. Yeah, like, they they kept his jersey up in the. In the locker room, and that I thought that was awesome. I like I got emotional looking at the picture of all the players in the dressing room yeah. suiting up, and the Oscar jersey sitting there. And and you got to think that the news of Oscar has got to affect that group. I don't care what anybody says. The getting news that your teammate has bone cancer, you're not gonna want to go out and play. I mean, I'm not making I'm not making excuses for them. The last two nights, in Minnesota, and then tonight. And, uh, that's no, that's fact. Yeah, it's no, it's not an excuse. It's, but it's definitely something. Like you can definitely go off that and be like, okay. Yeah, probably some truth to that. No, of course. Like finding out on a road trip. Yeah, and then playing against hot teams. Like your mind's probably not on hockey. Yeah, when your teammate and again, not trying to make excuses. You... Oh yeah, we'll get into the games yeah. and how frustrated we are with the games, but. Robert Haig, you, you saw him yeah, he getting all emotional. emotional. That's it's just it's a terrible, it's a tragedy, and the only thing that I can wish for is that he gets fully healthy. He'll be all right. I hope I hope there's a day where he can 
play hockey again, but more importantly, I hope there's a day where he gets where he wins this battle. Yeah, for sure. Where he's 100% healthy and back to doing what he loves to do. Oscar, we're all fighting for you. We're all behind you. Let's get into some other uh, injuries because there's quite a few of them. Yeah, TK is still out with the concussion with that dirty fucking hit. I'm still mad about that. Miss TK. His team misses TK tremendously. He's a, actually he's a huge part of this team, and it's evident the last the, all the games he's been on. Actually, he's our top goal scorer. Yeah, I mean Lin Lindblom, Lindblom is too. Yeah, Lindblom. But Konechny's also our finisher as well. Yeah, no, for sure. He's taken that role the first thirty something games, and no, his absence from the lineup has definitely hurt us. But the veterans, they have to step up, and they haven't. What are your thoughts on that? The veterans not stepping up. Oh, I get in the veterans in a second. I just want to get through everyone who who got hurt. So TK, uh, Lawton, mm-hmm. what's that groin issue? Right. Yeah, Lawton's a groin. Wrath is still the broken. Uh, Broke his hand, right? Or his finger? Yeah. So he's he's going to be out another two weeks. Yeah. Lawton, there's no timetable on it yet, but groin yeah. injuries aren't something you just bounce back from immediately. Nolan, I have no idea what's going on with Noel. I don't know. Nolan? Nolan Patrick. Yeah. I think it's more of the same, just progression. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's Actually, well, I want to talk about him today in this episode as well, but uh, Pitlick, concussions, another guy that went down with a concussion. Are we missing anyone? <laughs> I think that's everybody. I mean, Myers had the back spasms, but... Oh, my God, yeah. Carter Hart taking the puck up high last night scared everyone. Like, oh, yeah, my God, another... When in- he was wincing and shit. Yeah, that, that scared the shit out of me because he's the team. <laughs> he's definitely the team. But uh, now I want to get into the veterans. And it's hard to say, like, I'm extremely disappointed in their performance because they're they're going through something right now with Limblom. You know what I mean? So I, I can't sit here and just pile on and say like oh the same old rotten core or anything like that but they have they should have played better than they did these last two games yeah like we said there's still no excuse like you still have to come out and play hockey and be ready despite i mean it's terrible and obviously it's gonna have some effect on you but at the end of the day they lost last two games but i'm not overly upset about it i'm not overly yeah no, no, I'm not even mad like at all. I thought I would be when we got on here, but I'm really not because of the circumstances, all the injuries, Limblom news. I'm going to say that they need to come home and just rally. Rally and get a couple Ws, start feeling good, and they'll just be right back on the horse because I don't think they look bad tonight. They looked good until that therapy hit, what we'll get into later, but I think that I thought they looked good until that point. And then tires fell off, and we fell apart. It turned into a laughing stock of a game. Like Winnipeg got the first goal in the first period, then we dominated play yeah, like until I, their next goal. Like I told you, yeah. Like I told you, I really thought we were going to come back and win that game before Farabee did that. But, yeah, Niskanen said in the post game that each one of – they didn't give up many opportunities, but when we did give up opportunities, they were grade-A chances and – as he said it in the interview, they were all beautiful shots, all lasers, and they were. I texted you a couple times. I'm like, all these shots. Are just all of them were missiles. Actual missiles. Winnipeg knows how to shoot. Connor, Lane, they've had so many players. Shifley, it's ridiculous how many. They should be better than what they are for sure. But yeah, 
Well, they're getting hot right now. This isn't so. the Winnipeg Jets podcast. It's the Philadelphia Flyers one, and they got trampled tonight. But, but um, I, I want to say that there, there's a lot of people saying don't be up, don't be upset about this game, yeah. and I get that in a way because of all the stuff that's going on, the injuries. But at the end of the day, like we always talk about on this podcast, how like who are our key pieces it's couturier is the key to the forwards pro rob is the key to the defense and carter hart is the key to our goaltending and they're all healthy they're all playing Giroux, our captain is still playing jvr hayes they are healthy they should not lose a game seven to three agreed no 100 percent. no i agree with you and the minnesota game they got outshot bad by 10 we had 18 shots they had 28 we went a long stretch where the Flyers only had five shots on goal midway through the second. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember Jim Jackson saying that. No, are you fucking kidding me? It's pretty evident. We were getting outplayed in that game pretty bad. That was a pretty ugly game. And I can see if if last night they, lo- they, they won and then came out and had this kind of dud of a game. Or even lost by, like, a goal. Yeah. Or lost an OT. But, like you said, to get shelled like we did is bad. And it was a shooting gallery out there. But like I said, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt because I think they can bounce back from it. They're going to come home, regroup, and hopefully get a couple W's on their belt and start feeling better about themselves. Because I'm I'm not going to overreact right now because I know a lot of people are. A lot of people are right back on the trade everybody shit, but I'm not. I mean, I've seen it on Twitter. I don't know about everybody, but I've yeah, seen a couple. Yeah, I've seen it too. For sure. But you want to get into the questions? Uh, one second, I just wanted to say this. Like, two things can also be true. I think people assume because people are freaking out about two back-to-back dud games that we all of a sudden, like, forgot about their winning streak and forgot about how good they were doing. That That's not the case. Like, you can – like, I still think this is a playoff team. I, I think they'll regroup. I think they'll win in Anaheim. And when they get healthy, I think they'll be right back to form. But also, you can still be upset that your veterans let you down when you needed them. Yeah, you're allowed to yeah. be upset. <laughs> We're telling people that they're allowed to feel any emotion that they that they want about this team right now. Yeah, I'm just saying both things can be true. Yeah, like no, you, for you sure. can be pissed off right now, but still realize that the team's good. Yeah, I'm not even mad. I'm more just just not not compliant with it. Like I'm not not upset. It's weird. I have a weird weird feeling. Not feeling, but weird take on the flyers right now i'm just here i'm just yeah. waiting kind of wait and see kind of thing and just see when they because they're, they're not healthy right now a lot of a lot of their bottom six are ahl players and robiev stewart casa did you see what uh Carcitti tweeted no that there are mo- there were more flyers forwards today who started the season on the phantoms yeah than there were flyers that actually started on that's the flyers f- that's fucking nuts bro <laughs> that's insane and yeah, like I said, there's a lot of AHL players right now. Wait till Pitlick, Raffle, Lost comes back, TK, hope eventually. And Myers is gonna get inserted back into the lineup. So no, I'm not like I said before, I'm not overly concerned about the Flyers right now. My feeling throughout the whole last couple of days was I just wanna go home. Like I yeah, just want the Flyers to go home. for them, yeah. to be honest. Like I want I just want them to see Oscar and give him the best wishes and Regroup at home, get a nice morning skate in at home, and yeah, like imagine dealing with that on the road. Like yeah, you're at hotels. Yeah, no, for sure. Like there's got to be something to that. There's got to be something with getting that news on the road, and and when you get news like that, 
all you want like, you kind of want to all you want to do is just shut down you know what i mean I, personally me personally when i get news something like that somebody died somebody has cancer or some, terrible news along those lines you kind of just want to like shut down and not do anything and i and, i can't blame them if, if any of them felt like that yeah you know? like all on the road all you have is just your teammates yeah. and at night you sleep in a hotel like yeah. you're not with your family you don't have anyone to vent to except the guys in that locker room so i'm sure that like the vibe has been really yeah. sad yeah just yeah. sad yeah for sure but we don't know that we could just be sitting here and talking to each other acting like that's the actual predicament in there and it could not be but if it was i wouldn't blame them because if i got news like that i wouldn't want to do anything either <laughs> to yeah. be honest with you i mean they're getting paid a lot of money but still so like the pitchforks aren't out. No, for no, they will not. They no. are still. A we know that team. we're a good team. Still, yeah. it's okay. We have injured players. We'll be fine. It mostly all boils down to me to AV. Like yeah. I said this in a tweet. He I'm doesn't like, seem. Yeah. yeah, he'll figure it out. He always like, does. Like you've always said all year, I'm not gonna panic until AV panics, and he's not panicking. He's all right. He knows. He knows, Danny. He was a once I insert Myers back into there. He's like, don't worry, no three point nights coming your way. He knows. He's been Dan. in this league for 30 years. He knows, Dan. He knows when to panic. Let's get in the question. Guess questions. what? He's not panicking. <laughs> <laughs> He's not panicking. Yeah, you want to get into the questions? Yeah. So Danny sent out a little tweet before the pod around 7.30. We got we got some answers for sure. I wasn't expecting too much because I, I, I know the, the vibe of the fan base is a little eh right now, you know? Yeah. It's it's definitely not split, but a lot of people are very quick to hop back on the trade. Everybody this team sucks, same old core kind of kind of thing. But hey, everyone's allowed to have their own opinion, so I'm not trashing. Aussie, our boy, fellow listener, friend, and another question: Do we make a trade? If so, who will we trade and what for? Um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know if they're making any trade right now with the, with the, the way they're lined up, all the injuries they have. I don't think they're making a trade right now. Maybe when they're healthy, we can talk about maybe moving, getting a better bottom sixer, like a better third line kind of guy. I don't know. Maybe a defenseman. I don't think we're making a trade, but if we were, you know I who think I think it would either. be for? Who? Um, there's a lot of talk. This guy's on the block right now. Kasperi Kapanen. Dubas is talking to other GMs. Oh. Winger, cheap deal. I'm all 20 goal guy. I mean, they want, like, if you're the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're in win now mode. I mean, the record doesn't show it, but they are in win now mode. Like, you got those players. Oh, yeah. If you have Austin so, Matthews and Mitch Marner, you're in win now mode for sure. So they don't want picks. They don't want young projects. Nope. So we would actually have to give them something legit in return. I'm just spitballing. But oh, yeah. This is total bullshit, but possible. We've seen crazier things. Well, Elliot Friedman was he said he has a, a feeling that Kapanen might be moved. So I don't I'll take him. I love Kapanen. Seriously, I would I don't know what we would move for him. So I can't give you a, I can't just say ghost and a pick. Yeah. I don't know if they want ghost. Ghost raffle and a pick. Would you do it? Yeah, I would do it. But yeah. I d I don't I don't know if they would. Yeah, I don't know if they would either. It's a, not a very good return for they already have puck move like some yeah, puck maybe, moving defense. Maybe they don't have options. With their return, you know what I mean? Maybe they have to, you know what I mean? They, they need cap room. Maybe they just have to take something shitty just to get him off the books. 
I don't really know their cap situation, so I'm just spitballing. But maybe that's they're on the roof. Is that the is that the situation that they're in right now? Where they like they might have to give up a good player for nothing because of the cap situation that they're in. Maybe not for nothing, but close to not not completely nothing, yeah. but like not as much as you could possibly give up. I mean, possibly get for him. Well, he's I don't know because he's also on a like a really team friendly deal. Yeah. So that might kind of what's his deal at? Do you know? He's making like three point six or something. It's, yeah, it's, so yeah, that's kind of like it's a three point two. Kind of like the ghost contract. So you should be swapping that con- contract. Not terrible, but good question. We just rambled on for a little bit. In the in the net hockey, I always mess that up. Where do we go from here? That's all I've got. I mean, we kind of already yeah. answered that the first, how, however long it's been. We'll get, we'll get back into it. We'll get more in depth to it though. It's, but but to answer your question, Danny. Danny will just answer yeah. it directly. Um, now they are most definitely off track, but they are off track not due to their own play. You know what I mean? They're off track due to I don't want to say the hockey gods, but I that's mean, what it is. I mean, they're definitely off track by their play. They played like shit. I thought in the Winnipeg game they looked okay. I thought yeah, for a no. while they kept their pace with Colorado, but Colorado just clearly outclassed them. And I totally expect that. I mean, they're they're not on the level of Colorado, but Minnesota they, they just look shitty. So Min- I yeah. can definitely say they can blame their own play. Yeah, but the reason why they could be playing that bad is because of those outside reasons we were talking about. So I'm not gonna say they're off track until they start maybe losing these next couple games at home, and then it starts really nose diving. I'm not gonna start hitting the panic button until we start losing games consecutively, looking like shit. You know what I mean? Like, looking like complete dog shit and then still losing games. That's when I'm going to be like, hey, what the fuck's going on here? But, yeah, like we said, in Winnipeg tonight, they didn't look bad. And honestly, I did think they they were going to make a push before the Farabee hit. But yesterday in Minnesota, they played like shit. Bottom line. The Farabee hit was such a killer. Yeah, bad. I I knew exactly what was going to happen as soon as I saw that hit. I texted, I think I texted Julie right away. I was like, that's... He might get suspended for that fucking hit, dude. That was bad. Like, it was way after the play. Thank God he didn't hit his head. It was kind of shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. It's still a dirty hit. I'm going to see it. I'm going to call it as I see it. But. And uh, for the people defending, saying it was a clean hit, it's not. It's not a clean hit. It's a dirty hit. You can argue whether or not he deserved to be thrown from the game for five minutes, but that is not a clean hit. I mean. No. Um. I mean, technically. If we're talking technical, it was shoulder to shoulder, but. It's interference. It's a penalty. Yeah, it's yeah. a penalty. Like he didn't have the puck for uh, a l- longer than allowed is what I'm trying to say. And to to the people who do think that was a clean hit, not I mean you can have your own opinion, but Faraby immediately knew after he threw the hit. Remember when he smashed his stick? Oh yeah, and was he yelling knew. at himself. He knew he messed up. He knew it was a penalty. Yeah. There's no arguments from him. You know what I mean? Maybe from maybe for getting ejected there yeah, was, it's not, but not, it's not like he's in the penalty box flexing and being like, "Oh, I just laid yeah. you out." Like he he knew he fucked up. But to answer your question, where do we go from here? Tuesday against the Ducks. That's where we go from here. Move on, secure a W. And we're gonna level out and feel a lot better. Okay, let's get a W against the Ducks. Next question. Turn off your mind. Relax. At Ledzep thirty three. Talks to us a lot on Twitter. Probably a fellow listener as well. Same old from the vet core. 28, 93, etc. Invisible when we need the most. Thumbs down. Thumbs down, bro. I agree with him. I agree too. 
uh, it's it's disappointing. This is the game where you want your big, and they will tell you that. They'll be the first ones to tell you that. Yeah, but I'm, I, I mean, I'm sick of saying that, bro. Like the, the dude making eight million dollars, Vorchek. Like, you have to show up in games like this when I agree. When the when the dudes that were carrying you the entire fucking start of the year go down and don't play a couple games, you need to step up and win a couple games. And he, Drew or Vorchek have not done that. Yeah, they've been invisible. I, I think Hayes had a good game tonight for sure. Yeah, Hayes looked good. I think JVR looked good tonight. JV, if there's only one positive to take out of this, and I thought Albay Cabell looked good hell, too, is that JVR two goals in his last two games. Yeah, he, and he looked. He's cons- a streaky player. Too. He looked considerably better on the puck. Like he looked confident skating with the puck tonight, and I noticed it. Now I'm hoping for consistency. Just keep doing that, JVR. But no, I agree. I'm not saying Drew's been awful. I'm not saying that at all. But these are just the kind of games you need Giroux and Voracek to just be like, hey, guys, I got you. Like, I'm, make, not, not, I'm not always going to base it off money. I don't know why I keep saying that. But, like, hey, I'm the captain. I'm the I'm the vet. I'm going to win you this game. Connect me. You're down with a concussion. I got you for the next week. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. Yeah, especially and they the haven't done play. it. Bottom line, they haven't done it. Especially on the power play. AV said it. Like, I mean, we, we scored tonight. Guys, yeah, but Niskin, it wasn't. It Niskin. Was Niskin, a guy who's been consistent all year. Steady Eddie. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. Like, the only power play goal that has been scored is from the guy that no one's had any complaints about. We know Niskin is a good player. The guy we've had complaints about are the veterans, pretty much, all so far this year. And they've been they've had plenty of power play chances over the last couple games, and they've looked like shit. And we keep, we keep talking about this. Even during their winning streak, we were on here talking about if there was the only complaint we have. Is that the power play looks like shit? Well, now yeah. now that our five on five play and our five on five roster is not as w- what it used to be, it's time for the power play to to carry the team. Remember the days of zone entries being our problems on the podcast when the, our our only complaint was power play zone entries. Remember the good old days, Dan? Yeah, before but, our whole team got destroyed. I mean. Drew's third on the team with 22 points. Voracek's tied for third as well with, obviously, 22 points. One guy who had a fantastic game tonight, Ivan Provorov. He looks confident. He looks awesome, dude. He looks completely different from last year. He's my favorite flyer. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, he's been... First of all, he's been a workhorse. He's been getting worked every game. 27, 28 minutes a game is insane. We've already talked about that. Nobody seems concerned with it. And I don't blame him because the way he throws tires in the summer and works out, like he's just a, a hockey guy. He just loves hockey, loves playing 27 minutes a night. He probably want, like, wants to do it. He's probably one of those dudes who just, I want the 20, I want 29 minutes. Remember him in the playoffs in his post game interview when he was crying? He yeah. said the only way I wasn't playing is if my arm fell off. That, that, that tells right you everything there, you need to know. We already loved Provy coming out of Brandon but right there when he's when I heard him say that the only way I wasn't playing is my arm fell off I, that's when I was like I fucking love this dude I was like that's my number one defenseman yeah like and that's, he's, that's a fu- future wearer of the A or C he's so young still like, he's not even close to his prime yet not even like close to it 26 years old right 27 I think I say 20 25 26 is your prime in hockey and like defensemen, defensemen, sometimes that could. Well, yeah, defensemen. You could, you could peak at like 28, 29. Yeah, no, yeah, some defensemen do peak at 28, 29. But no, but he, he's been consistently awesome all year. And I don't see him slowing down anytime soon, do you? No, I can only see him getting better yeah, and more I mean, no, confident. Yeah, me too. Because the, 
the way he enters the zone is so crisp now. It's like... We've seen him do that for so many years, but then we've seen him lose the puck, and now he's finally not losing the puck anymore. And he's he's gaining further entry into the zones with possession, and it's And he's creating, beautiful, like, grade-A chances yeah, all no, the time. Yeah, no, he is. He's doing what we saw Sanheim do for a lot of last year when he would just take the puck up and, like, shoot yeah. up the gap and enter the zone and make a play. He's another- he can do that. Sandheim's another guy. Tonight, I thought he started the game off looking good. He didn't look crazy good at the end, but I feel like he's getting his like feet back underneath him. Expect a Sandheim breakout soon. I think Sandheim's looking good. Yeah, he's been playing good. But, it, it all comes down to the lack of power play time is why his numbers yeah. aren't hard. You, you want more five-on-five five goals? He's getting his chances. Yeah, though. he's playing well, for sure. But Provy has seven goals and 12 assists, 19 points. He's a plus six, plus minus. I don't know why we always say that. That's that. That sucks. But 19 points, seven goals, 12 assists. I'll take take it all day. And he's been amazing workhorse on the back end. 27 minutes a night, 28 minutes a night. Awesome. And we're and we're just talking about how he's gaining his offensive side of things on he's, the defensive end. He's a he's monster. 22 he years pins old. Guys, he literally. I see them going in the corner boards with Provov. You know he's pinning yeah, them. You don't want to pinning them against. How, the how about his hit tonight? I dropped down on my seat for that hit. That was a nice hit. Open, open ice. I love it, bro. He does that. He, pick, I need he more picks of that. his hits. He picks I need his hits. More of, I need more of Ivan Provorov hits. Because I've, I've seen him deliver some blows, and he can hit. Like when he hits, he hits. He picks his spots, though. He's a smart guy. I do, but I, I need to see more of it. I feel like the more comfortable he gets, the more the more confidence he gets in his game, I feel like he's going to start hitting more, and I love it. That big hit, that big hit from Proby, turn up the ice. In the playoffs, man. Imagine that. All right, yeah. I mean, we're talking about playoffs. We just got blown out by Winnipeg and played like shit in Minnesota. <laughs> hey, I'm on the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still As think am I. Make it. And not only that, I'm still sticking by my second in the Metro. It's a long season. It's a long season. Yeah? Teams, teams get hot I love at the second half of the year, and we'll be all right. You know we're what that shows me? That shows me progress, Danny. Because last year, you're not doing that. You're throwing the talent. Well, last year, I'm, by now, I think everyone has yeah, thrown the talent. Yeah. But it, no, it, it goes to show you. Honestly, earlier in the year, right now, if they were playing like this in the beginning of the year, like we said before, a lot of people would have checked out because oh, same old Flyers. If they would have played like this right away, then people would have checked out. And I think it goes to show you that this team has gained some people's trust because we're not ready to jump off the bandwagon. A lot of people are with us and not ready to jump, not, not, not jump off the bandwagon. You know what I mean? Not ready to SOS, call for help, start trading players. We're not there yet. And I think a lot of people are on our side. We're not saying that other people who aren't on our side are wrong, but no, I, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, we're sure. definitely still a playoff. I mean, we're still in a playoff spot. We yeah, are the we eighth are. seed, but we are only... It's th- December. Yeah, we're only three points away from being right back in the third seed again. So, yeah. just like how we had it yeah. after our long winning streak and lost it that quick, another team can also lose it. The Metropolitan is just going to be back and forth, back and forth, probably until the last week. It's going to come down to the final week. Because you look at the other divisions. They're all so good. What, the Metro teams? Yeah. Yeah, oh my God. Talk about dominance. Um, another thing I wanted to get into is how, <laughs> like, this this comparison, it, it's, just, it's just a weird thought I have, and it might be me complaining, but you notice Pittsburgh 
loses Patrick Hornquist, Evgeny Malkin, and Sidney Crosby, and they, they still win find games. ways to win games. It's insane. So uh, let's go home to Anaheim against Buffalo, against Ottawa, and let's win some games. And handle biz. That yeah. Ottawa game's going to be fucking fun, dude. Oh, I'm I'm still stoked. Stewart's going to be playing. You I hope Stewart's going to be playing. Oh, of course. I mean, who else will play? Greg yeah, exactly. Carey? <laughs> no thank you. No thank you. Hopefully TK's back. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if I want him getting clobbered again, but maybe he... Now, nah, you know what? Two gold night from TK. He's going to... Re... He's going to come back, go to Ottawa, tear him up. Let's get in the next question. Do we have any more questions? Yeah, we have more questions. I need TK to come back. I miss TK. Just to get on in the TK real quick. Yeah, I I, get, I don't know if His I tweeted it or TK. if I texted you today that I was like, I just need TK so bad. I, 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 I want us to re- just go home, get TK back in the fold, and just restart. Like, well, they said that word a lot tonight. Hit, reset, the, rest- hit the reset button. Throw, throw this game tape away. It was that kind of game. Just throw it away. Throw hit the, the week, reset button. Throw the week away. Exactly. Throw the week away. Terrible road trip. Like road trip in a nightmare kind of road trip. That was awful. Road trip from hell, dude. Every, road trip from hell. Everything that went wrong, that could have went wrong, did go wrong. This road trip. Like I said, get home. Hit the reset button. We have another question. Zeke at Connect Me Chirps. Flyers have Flyers have to get together at home and start rallying. Fairby needs a talking to. Yeah, we've been saying that for sure. They need to get home. Rally. Get a couple W's under their belt for sure. And me and Danny did talk about the Farabee situation, and we do think Danny texted me saying he he wants Farabee walking up to AV and apologizing right away. I don't think In that the second happened. Intermission. I think it did happen. Yeah, I 100 percent think it did happen. Farabee after he got benched in that um in that Washington game, he said I would have benched me too. Yeah, yeah, he did he, say that. He's that kind of player. Yeah, but you think he walked up to him and was just like. You're right, coach. Of course. I'm sure he walked. I'm sure he said it to the team, too. Yeah. I'm sure he said, I'm I sorry, it. boys. I like, love it. I'll let you down, boys. I'm sorry. If he I'm did, sure he said it. if he actually did, that I love it. That shows a, a true character kind of guy. You know what I mean? True character. Admitting up when you were wrong. That makes me want to get into um his fight against <laughs> Felino last night. Dude, he's been fun. His 19-year-old kid is throwing hands. If you're on the bench and you're like 28, 29, or in your 30s, you're like, this 19-year-old is throwing yeah. hands. You, see, you hear Constantly. Felino was surprised? Yeah, I'm he, sure he, he was. He, he said in a quote after the game, he was like uh, a first-round pick, highly skilled player. He was like, I was surprised with how eager he was to drop the mitts with me. <laughs> and I was laughing. Do you know he was like, who the fuck is this dude? Who's this Faraby yeah. guy in my face ready to fight me? This, this high-prospect guy in Philly. This like 160-pound or whatever. It's 175, whatever he is. Felino's big I as I fucking hell, love so. him, bro. He's, he's going to be a flyer for a very long time. He's going to be a lot of people's favorite flyers. We really loved it. There's a, there's a lot of people that didn't love it. A lot of people that were saying... Oh, it's that, dumb. Yeah. That's why we have Stewart. But like, what people don't understand is like the refs were not calling anything on the flyers. Like they were letting like, letting the wild kill our players, and so a player gets tripped. It's not called on the ice. Yeah, you can't just be like, "Hey, let's go send Stewie out." There. Like, no, split second. Farabee's like, "F you, I'm sticking up for my teammate. I'm dropping the gloves right now." And I absolutely loved it. I love that you got guys like Lawton, yeah. uh, Farabee, like these emotional players. Players, it, it just they all. Ride for one another. Yeah, I I'm love not, that. I'm not saying that Lawton isn't skilled because he definitely is, but it's really unique having a quote unquote skilled guy still have that kind of personality trait in Fairby. You know what I mean? Just that gritty, that gritty yeah. mentality, but also having very soft hands and being a very very skilled player. Konechny's got a little bit of that. Yeah, too. he does, yeah. and you can have as many of those kind of players on your team. 
nothing's going to go wrong. Those players are very hard to come by. They're strong two-way players. The Mark Stones, the gritty guys who will fight you, but will also put a puck in your net. Like, Couturier will do it, too. He'll fight. Couturier's nuts. I've seen him fight before. He has no teeth. He's got a motherfucker yeah. smile when he's on the ice, bro, fighting people. It's hilarious. I love him. I'd be scared to fight him and also verse him. Like, imagine him in the zone. Yeah, imagine bro. trying to go in the... Imagine trying to beat him in a puck battle. I'd dude, imagine like, oh trying to win God. a face-off off him. I, I, yeah. I would be like, dude, just take the puck. Just start the start the puck in the behind heart and just, just take it up. <laughs> yeah, like, just have it. Yeah, bro. That's how we're playing. Like, like we used to play in the rink when we were kids. Like, you would just take it from your net. That's what I would say. Fuck that. Refs were terrible in that game. The the wild refs one. have been terrible all fucking year, dude. Both ways, honestly, not just our way, not just because we're Flyers fans, but it's been awful both ways. I've seen a couple times. Sometimes Proby gets his stick under people when it went against the boards in the D zone. And yeah, dude. If I'm a fucking the other team and I'm a fan of the other team, I'm screaming. And I, I mean, I've seen it the other way too. I've seen our our players get thrown to the ground all the time. No calls, but let, I don't care if you don't call it. Just be consistent with it. Like if you're gonna let it go, let it go the other way. You know what I mean? Don't call it. Yeah, five, that's all we ask. Don't call it five seconds after the exact same thing just happened before. You know what I mean? Like you'll see, like a player get thrown into the boards, no call. Player gets mugged and held, no call. And then you'll see the tedious little slash, and the arm just goes arm up. up. It's unbelievable. Yeah, because the slash happens and the crowd goes, oh, and then the, the ref just hands. I hate that. Yeah. that if, that's one of the things that irritates me the most. That's in home life's advantage, bro. I know, but I hate I love I hockey. hate when the refs give into it, though. I know. Sometimes, no, but, you, some... but when you're home, when you're on the couch oh, yeah, and the Flyers yeah. are home, yeah, yeah. yeah bro, when you're loving home. it. Or when I'm at the game yeah, you're, and the Flyers are <laughs> yeah, you're just, yeah, you're just <laughs> clapping, dude. Don't, don't, don't try to twist that because you know for a fact when you're home watching <laughs> the game where you're there. It plays you a part it. though. It's real. It for yeah. sure plays a part, and I, I. That's why I love. That's football why I love. Too. That's why I love hockey. Oh yeah, football's bit with the pis. Like the crowd goes, oh, and there's a fucking flag. I, I think hockey's the number one example of, of that. To be honest with you, because I think hockey's worse than any other sport. What do you mean? Not worse, but like their crowds are so into it, especially playoff time, man. Oh, you, you think they have the best home ice? The advantage. best home ice advantage yeah. in hockey for sure. No, I could agree with that, dude. You, because you have to think it's just 20,000 people all in one small building. Yeah, do you remember in, t- in 2010 when we used to mock the Canadian chant? I do the whole that. crowd. That was, oh, my God. Like, shit like that. Like, how much advantage is fucking real? I'm not, I'm not saying it's not real in other sports, but maybe I'm just a homer. But I, I, I just love it in hockey, man. Home ice advantage, especially in the playoffs. Fucking love it. Speaking of the refs, I have a gripe with the referees, especially yeah, bro, from tonight. Fuck there was one particular play that had me so angry at the referees that I was, tell. I was about to go off on Twitter. We actually made a tweet about it. Morgan Frost. Oh, yeah. Morgan Frost. What was it, a trip? Yeah, it was a trip. He, yeah, yeah he tripped trip. him or, or held him. Yeah, it was Either one or. of those. Yeah. He tripped him or held him just enough so that Morgan Frost would fall. Yet, because he fell and looked like he sold it, keep in mind he's a 20-year-old kid. That isn't the biggest kid in the world. He's yeah, he's, he's a always lightweight falling. skater. Him he and Fairby are always falling around the ice, and then gets called for embellishment. And this is something I've always thought about when embellishment gets called following a penalty. I understand like guy takes a like a blatant dive when there was no penalty. You call that two minutes for embellishment. But if Frost actually got tripped or held, whatever I forget what it was, but whatever 
which one it was, if he actually got tripped, that should just be the penalty. No matter how he reacts to it. If I hit a guy along the boards and his head hits the boards, are you giving him an embellishment for having a concussion? You know what I mean? It, it, are we really at the point where... Yeah, like if a dude smacks his head on the glass and he adds a little bit of, like, yeah, to it. I, mean, I, I just made a little gesture to Danny, but for you listening, I moved my head. Yeah, no, if, if if a dude gets hit and then he adds a little bit of something to it, you're going to call that? Like if, if his head actually hits the fucking glass and then he adds head movement at the end to make the revs fall for it, Nah, it's bullshit. No, I completely agree with you. Like, makes no sense. I just don't get what you want Frost to do. He got penalized. Like, the the way you look at that is, all right, Frost might have dove. I guess it's like play through it, dude. Like, don't fall. Just play through the hold. Eh, Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's what they're trying to, like, But the way I saw it was, I don't think Frost could keep his feet. I think he fell, like, legit. I agree with you. I'm just just saying maybe the other side is saying that. But, no, I agree with you. The the, the kid's always falling. He, he, He weighs nothing. He needs to bulk up a little bit. He's 20 years old, like you said. He's a kid. He's going to fall. And he was getting fucking held, and so he fell. And they called it both ways. Yeah, that, that, that was bullshit. I'm getting I, I mad talking get about yeah. it. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting re-mad talking about it. That was bullshit. Like, just, like, th- that's a pivotal point in the game, too. Like, that was bullshit. To get a power play. Yeah, that was. Uh, weather the storm. And, like, the way I look at it is, okay, player embellished. All right. Like, the refs think Morgan Frost embellished. Okay. Did the guy actually hold slash trip him? Yeah, yeah, he did that. Then who gives a shit about how he felt? How how he reacted yeah. to it. No, if it happened, it happened. I've seen dudes get high sticked and they they add a a play behind it and doesn't get called the other way. So you, that penalty was terrible. The, the more I'm talking about it, the more pissed off I'm getting at it. Another one is is when a fight starts. And they automatically jump in. Yeah, and then they call an instigation penalty, and then one team gets a power. You know what I mean? It'll be a big scrum, and like the the scrum will end. They'll be setting offsetting minors to the teams, and then they'll send like another flyer to the box. Two minutes for instigating. I'm like, there was ten dudes punching each other. You're picking him as the instigator. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I just hog it. It happens. Did, but... did you know for the Faraby hit, if the player wasn't seriously injured, it doesn't get looked at by the league. But if the player is, it does get looked at. Doesn't that sound kind of like not modern? No, it sounds like barbaric. Yeah, like, like yeah, it we sounds... will only look at the, a hit for a suspension if the player cracks his head open. Is what they're saying. Like, is like we only give a fuck if it hurts somebody. Not, not oh that person got really lucky and didn't get extremely hurt. Yeah. Oh, I'm not gonna look at that. You know what I mean? No, yeah, it, it I read does that. Sounds like, shitty. Very it's shitty. circus league, but best sport. <laughs> We've said so. that before. Circus league, best sport. Sucks. Yeah, it does. No, for sure. This sucks. Being in this little slump sucks, but I know it's it's not the end. We'll another be back. Another gripe I have with tonight's game. Um Dude, we need we didn't even finish the questions. We keep going. We'll, off. we'll get back to it. Let me just finish this. Two delay a game penalties in the third period. I mean I know the game Trash. I know the game's already over, but stop. Like they, they they looked sloppy. Like there wasn't you you can make certain like excuses, but some things you just can't make excuses for, and penalties like that. The hockey gods. <laughs> the hockey gods. You still blaming the hockey gods, or can we blame the players now? I've blamed the players. I was the first one to blame the players. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> my thread on Twitter, I had 
No, I was snapping on Twitter today. No, but what were you I saying earlier? You were like, I'm blaming it's not the play. I said, like, I'm disappointed in the veterans, but I'm going to say I'm, I'm not really angry. I'm really angry right now about the way the teams have playing, about the way the chips have fallen, but I'm more angry about the way things have happened that we can't control yeah. more than like what the, the players trip. could control. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm upset the veterans didn't show up, but I'm more upset that half our team got hurt. Mm-hmm. At, it was funny because for a while we were really healthy. Like, we yeah. were, we were, we lost Lawton. Yeah, at that at one well, point, it was the only yeah. big like injury. No, you're right. I mean, obviously Patrick, but we're talking. Yeah, obviously. But no, for sure, it's 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 definitely frustrating. But like we said, we're still here. Oh, of we're course, still, we're still behind this. And team. I don't want people to get that misconstrued. No. Like, you could be critical tonight. You could be critical of the road trip, but at the end of the day, it's still a playoff team. One week won't change my mind. No, not at all. Again, sorry that we keep getting sidetracked, but this is some can't help it. Sometimes you just keep talking. But at uh, Flyers fan at Gren Grenon Grenon Williams, eighty two. Sorry, do you think our team has enough depth, even without Limblom, TK Lawton, Raffle, and Pitlick, to pace things up in the next stretch of games and hopefully start playing consistently again in January? But like I said tonight, I don't think they played that bad. Until the Faraby hit. So, if the Faraby hit never happens, we continue playing well. And we did come back and win that game. This is a completely different conversation we're having right now. That penalty really fucked us up. Yeah, I know, it was but really a big thing. It happened, though. I know. It did yeah. happen. No, it, yeah, it happened. I've, absolutely. And we have to adjust accordingly. But I'm saying if it never happened, then the outcome could have been completely different. You know what I mean? Because like, we were playing very good hockey. I thought we were playing good hockey. They were getting their chances. Don't get me wrong. I think like just I said, before Faraby threw the hit, it was also partially because he was frustrated because he remember he missed yeah, that open. He missed net. the net like two times. Yeah. See, he should have had a couple goals tonight. But yeah, I, I I do think they have the depth. I really do because I don't think I think Olbe Kubel looked really good tonight. To be honest with you, he was impressive. I don't think Casa has been bad. I got one thing to say about the young guys in general, Frost, Faraby included. Yeah, I think. We're expecting them. We're no, we're not. We're expecting the veterans to carry the load. Yeah. But I don't want people to give up on Frost, and I don't want people to give up on Faraby for that hit. Like they're not meant to be the guys to carry the team. Not they depth. are the depth. You not know yet. what I mean? Yeah. No, they're they're the depth right now. They're their continued developing development depth right now is what they yeah. are. But they're so talented that it's worth having them on the roster. Of you know course. what I mean? It, it's Because we know that they're going to be very good players, and they are good players. I, I Really, besides him not finishing, him not being on the the point board, point board, scoreboard <laughs> score all the time, score Jesus. all the time. But, I mean, he had an assist yesterday in the Minnesota game, in the first goal of the James Van Reams, like, goal. But he hasn't been lighting the goal sheet up. But Yeah, but what I'm saying is off the puck he hasn't looked bad. No, they've all looked Both fine. Both of them, yeah. Yeah, they all look fine. I just think people need to realize that um, you can't send the, one. You can't send them down because who are you going to replace them with now? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's, we've had there's that no options. Yeah. And two, this is the learning process that we talked about. They have to battle through. Like this is going to be a learning experience for Faraby. And although Frost isn't putting like what does he have? Thirteen games, NHL games under his belt. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, if if he goes on a cold streak, like Faraby, I think besides that empty net goal against the Leafs, it's been a long time since he's put the puck in the back of the net. And 
I, I tweeted out Farabee's due for a goal today. You did right before he 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 was he was buzzing. He, he was he almost got a couple couple goals for sure. But Frost has thirteen games played, two goals, three assists, five points. Yeah, so like let's say he he continues. Um, let's say he plays five more games and only picks up one to two more points. People would always, and I don't mean like just now. Throughout the season, people just need to realize that they're rookies and that they aren't the guys that are supposed to be. Like it, every once in a while, you want them to win you a game. You want them to flash their talent. They're not the guys that go in night in, night out and win you games. And I want to go on that question now. Do I think we have the depth for it? That, that remains to be seen because I don't know. I haven't seen enough of the depth yet. I've only seen these two road games where they've been off. I want to see them in a home game yeah. with a reset button. But I'm going to take it a step further. They have the star power to win games. You know? You just need like, to step the yeah. fuck up. Like he said, do they have the depth? I'm going to say they have the star power. Yeah. You still have Giroux. You have Coots. You have Hart. You have Provy. Now, it's time to say it. It's time for them to step up. Win a couple games. Veterans got to step up. Like I said, hey, defense is fully healthy. Yeah. Uh, goaltenders, fully healthy. This is, where, this is when good teams win hockey games. And I said that before the Colorado game. I said, this is a great challenge. And obviously, we didn't live up to it. We didn't. We didn't know about the news that was going to break. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We didn't know about that. But, but like I said, Tuesday is going to be a challenge. And. Another challenge, and we need to go win that game, like for sure. We need to go win that game. Anaheim is, I think, fourteen, fifteen, and yeah, they're not so a very good hockey team. Not a good team. team. We need go to win, win that, game. that fucking game, hundred yeah. percent. He asked another question. Same guy. Do you think our team? Oh, it's the same. Oh wait, no. I'm sorry. It was a different slot. I know we've obviously been struggling lately because of the, some key players that were scratched or out. So there's no chemistry that's being made. Why do you think there are? But do you think there are also other reasons? Also, who do you think is better defenseman right now, Hag or Ghost? Right now, Ghost. Defenseman? <laughs> like, if we're talking defenseman, Hag. I'm still saying Ghost. Offensive upside, Ghost. Obviously. Well, I mean, we're talking about... As Ghost a, gets as walked a, all the we're fucking talking about time. As I mean, player, so does Hag. Though. I mean, yeah. like, you, you can't just say... Gossip Bear is not good because he's not good in his own. Like, you have to take it yeah, what he does on the other end. Like, you, you have to put them as their complete Honestly, either or right now. I really don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm going to say Ghost because he scored tonight. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't looked bad. I mean, he hasn't looked. No, he hasn't looked terrible. Neither has Hag. The fact that Ghost is scoring is going to keep him in the lineup, obviously. He can get to walked, him. too. Yeah. No, they both <laughs> yeah. get walked, bro. I saw Ghost get walked by Wheeler, I think. Wheeler walked him. I think somebody else walked him, to be honest with We've you. We've been getting walked all weekend. Yeah, but Hacker Ghost. Uh, Ghost right now because he's scoring, but he asked me that question before Ghost was scoring. Either or would have been fine with me. But like I said, as he scores, you got to keep him in the lineup. To be honest, and this is a very like boring answer, whatever AV thinks. <laughs> whatever whatever AV wants, I'm good with. Yeah, like if he's like, Hag is in the lineup tonight and he goes to the press and it's like, oh, hard physical game, I want Hag in the lineup. Cool, I mean, it's kind of what he's been doing, to be honest with you. I love it. After that, after um, was the Minnesota game? Is that our power play? Yeah, our big guys are on the ice. They should have got it done. People love that quote. I love that quote. I just like how open he is. We talked about it before. He's really open and honest, and I love how he calls. He doesn't give a fuck who you are, too. I love how he called Drew out. I mean, he didn't really call him out, but he still mentioned his name earlier in the season. And as a guy in the locker room, and you don't have the best game and you're used to the star players never really getting called out, and you see your head coach in the NHL call out Claude Giroux, your captain, of 
X amount of years. It's I mean, like, damn. <laughs> if Claude Giroux is going to get called out, I'm going to get called out. So I need to step my game to fuck up. It's, it's just accountability for everybody that's been refreshing. And it was so good that the fact that he did that, like, in October, beginning yeah, of the no, year. No, he established. It's a tone setter. He established dominance, I think, his first fucking, he probably, his first day he was there. He, that behind the glass series on on TV in the beginning of the year, it, it really seemed like he walked in and it was like, all right, you had other coaches, but I'm the fucking boss. I'm the coach. I'm the boss. Like, this is how things are going to happen. And and they're buying in. They're buying in. TK said it. Uh, he, he literally was like, it worked for all the other teams he was on. So, obviously, he's doing something, right? So, why not buy in? I, I agree. The move that earned my 100% trust from AV, and I've always trusted him before, but the move that yeah. really had me all in was when he demoted Voracek and put Farabee on the first line. Yeah. The, the that move told that had, me everything I needed to know. The about. move that had you basically say, oh, this isn't the same. Yeah. This isn't the same. Like, I, it, like when, the, when the going gets rough, like it is right now, yeah. I'm going to trust this coach. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like we said, we're not going to panic until AV panics. And I think he'll oh, – he doesn't really have any options, but he'll, maybe he switches things up again. I mean, he's been trying to find a line right now with all the injuries that work, but hasn't found that – he hasn't found that line yet that's been – okay, that line can't move. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. That line shouldn't have been split – shouldn't be split up. But hopefully he finds that with these new set of players. I feel like it's a new group of players that he's work, keep working with, with the fucking call-ups in the beginning of the year and now the injuries. You know sure. who had a sneaky good game? And as a player I've bashed all week, Vorobiev, he had, he had a pretty good yeah, game tonight. He did um, have a good game That tonight. one shift really stood out. He that had one a couple shift, good shifts. Yeah. That line. Like, even Stewart was chipping in a little. He was sending it around the boards like he's supposed to. Yeah. Look, That's look, all he asked. Get it in deep. Casa looks good, too. Get a guy along the boards. Yeah. I need to see more of them, though. And Same with Abe Kubel. Like, I really need to Third, watch four, the five. next, like, four to five games or so to really yeah. get a feel of, like, mm-hmm. who For they sure. are as players. Yeah, no, but right now, I mean, they look good. I thought Abe Kubel looked good. First NHL point tonight, assist, Abe Kubel, congrats. <laughs> Imagine, like, getting the call up after last night if you're Torinsky yeah. and Knack, and you're just... Oh, we gotta be in Winnipeg in yeah. twelve hours. Cold ass Winnipeg, yeah. bro. Winnipeg in twelve hours with no airport. Have fun. <laughs> like, Last night you were like, "How the fuck are they getting there? <laughs> How are they getting there?" Winnipeg. I didn't even know that until you told me last night that Winnipeg doesn't have an airport. Winnipeg. They get mad when they when you burn on that. Oh, really? Yeah, they get really mad. I mean, I'm not burning on it. I'm just. No, I, no, 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 no. Uh, no. Yeah. You think anyone from Winnipeg listens? To <laughs> I don't know. This? Maybe. But, no, I'll just say I've seen a lot of Winnipeg people get triggered about the, the really? airport crack. Yeah, no wonder why their players leave. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that until you told me last night. I was like, <laughs> damn. I was like, how the fuck are they getting there? Guess they're walking. So yeah, I mean, the key players from from the game tonight for me had to have been Pro V One, a hundred percent, JVR, and I'm saying Vorobiev. Like, yeah, that's a great three. That's probably would be my three. You can probably uh, sprinkle Hayes yeah, in there. I was just going to say yeah. Hayes. Yeah, you can probably throw Hayes in there. I thought Fairby had a good game up until the hit. Definitely. Um, it's bad. It's, you can't do that, though. No. Yeah. We'll learn from that. No, right? definitely. That's a rookie mistake. All players take penalties that hurt their teams. Yeah. Even the best ones. Yeah. I, I just – and you know that he's going to work through it. Like, AB's going to allow him to work through it. And the fact that we have that feeling of we know that it's going to happen, like, he's not going to bench him. 
He's going to let him work through it and learn from it it's this year, like now, not bench him in the press box so we can learn from it in, in the future. Or let him learn on the fans. Yeah. yeah let him Greg learn. Carey yeah. Like Maxine now. Shushko. Let him learn now so he knows in fucking April not to do that. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Because we will be here in April. Yes. I like It's a, it's a dark week. It is and a I'm dark sure, week. I'm sure Flyers fans are in a terrible mood probably going in and listening to this podcast. But we just need to know if, if, they're, if everyone's still in. Yeah, we're, we're gonna still be. In. We're, we're gonna try to be the that one ray of ha- like positivity yeah. right now with the Flyers, and we're trying because in April we're gonna be here, and hopefully we're gonna be in the playoffs, and hopefully we will get to experience that first year as a podcast. That'd be fucking awesome if we were in the playoffs this year. But two episodes a week, we're both on record saying that we will be in the playoffs. We will be here in April. Don't. Don't stray away, people. Pl- trust us. It's going to be okay. And I said it in the last episode. We were all riding high after our yeah. our long winning stretch. I said there and will, there will be fun. losing stretches. Yeah. yeah, you did say that. We, there will be losing stretches. Every team goes through it. Yeah, no, for sure. And we're allowed to have our fun when we were winning. We said that. We were like, even though it's 30-something games, it's not the whole season, we're allowed to be happy. The team just won, for sure. And now we can't get too sad. <laughs> Can't, can't get too happy, can't get too sad. Gotta stay in the middle. Just gotta see it as... Honestly, sometimes I look at the Flyers as if I was a fan of another team. Like, What would I think about them not knowing that like I love them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what, what do I think about the Capitals? Because I don't... I didn't grow up... I didn't grow up with the Capitals, so I can judge them... Like, kind of with a non-biased like, yeah. fan perspective. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, sometimes I look at the Flyers like that. I try to. I was like, hey, if I was a Winnipeg fan and I didn't really give a fuck about the Flyers or over there in Philly, like how would I, if I followed the team, how would I feel about them? You know what I mean? And I don't feel bad about them. We've been saying it all episode. Yeah, I mean, there's still seven games above 500. Yeah. Um, it's going to be okay. Like, we're going to get players back. If I was on the outside looking in, I'd be like, good, experienced coach, yeah. 21-year-old stud goalie. Yeah. The boys probably can't wait to get home. They're probably right onto that flight. They were done with that road trip. Done sure. with it, Danny. But anything else we're gonna add before we wrap it up? Uh, I want to see, I want to see a really like big game from someone on and 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 oh my god against and Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> um, get you sometimes, bro. Big game though. I don't no, care sure. who it's from. It, it honestly could be from committee. You could win that like win it five one. Bunch of different point yeah. scores. I don't care. I I want us to. Dude, they, they are under 500. Yeah, and no. they're at home. You have to. And we have our star players. I'm sure Hart will be in net. I want you to put your foot on this team. Al, Al Morgani said it best at the post game today, tonight. He was like, these kind of games without the players that you're missing, you need somebody to step up and have that that it game. Yeah, that. like one of the veterans, like Giroux, yeah. You need somebody to step up and have that out-of-the-ordinary kind of game to win you a couple games. And nobody's done that. And like we said, we need somebody these next couple games to step up and win us a fucking game. Like win us a game. Let's go. And this step is up. this is Anaheim. Let's go. There's no excuse against Let's go. Anaheim. I don't care who's in our lineup. If you if you tell me cuz TK might be back. I'm not going to say he will be back cuz we don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, he might be back for that game. Yeah. This loss just pissed me off a lot. Yeah. But it wasn't about the team that yeah, like, it's just the way things are right now. Yeah. I I I just wanted to go home. I want to hit the reset and win a fucking hockey game. Like, that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm I'm over the loss. It, it's done and over with. Right right now I'm at let's win a hockey game. 
let's do it. So like while the team's resetting, yeah. us as fans right now, we're starting to reset because I'm directly resetting. after the game, I was really bad, and now I feel like I'm resetting, dude. And I'm resetting. <laughs> At the start of the podcast, I was kind of like upset. I was like, "Fuck, I can't get too upset," but talking has helped because I'm I'm not upset over them right now at all. It always like that. Like I know. in the moment, it was like, oh my god, talking this helps team. for and sure. Then, and then you like you you think about it a little bit. You start reading some tweets, and you're like, eh, maybe that loss wasn't as bad as it seems. Yeah. But even though we're doing it's it, over, still unacceptable. But yeah, even though we're doing it over a mic, it still helps to talk. Like we're we're still talking for an hour about the Flyers. Don't get me wrong. Last night pissed me off. Tonight yeah. it did piss me off. Bad. But like, I'm not gonna overreact. No, I'm not gonna say blow everything up. We're just not gonna do it. But yeah, no, uh, we should go over our standouts from last week. From the last week in general? Mm-hmm. No, uh, like our 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 predictions that we did last week. Oh uh, yeah, mine was completely wrong. <laughs> I said Giroud was gonna have a four point night in one of the games during the week, and didn't happen. I kind of forget what we've mine had a was. grand total of three goals in the last yeah, three games. One of them was from Giroud. I mean, two from JVR. I'll take that, though. Niski, two. Love it. Steady oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, oh, my God. Never mind. I, I, for some reason, I just thought we only scored one in that game. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I completely forgot about the JVR it second goal like and Goss despair. The game was over when we had one goal, so that's probably why you think. So it was five, technically, <laughs> we scored, but two were in garbage time. Fuck it. I remember when Gosses Bear hit, uh, hit the net with that shot, and I texted you. I was like, I haven't seen him actually hit the net with that wrist shot. And you remember when he was a rookie, and he would have that wrist shot, and he would always put yeah, that in that always, wrist shot. Yeah, remember, I hope he, I hope he's getting back to that. JVR too. I remember his first game against the Kings when he scored on the power play at home. Awesome. Always will remember that goal and his celebration. I always remember there. that season. Like he he was the reason why the Flyers were fun to watch. The only reason I was only happy. reason him and Giroux are the only reason why I tuned into games. But more year. predictions for next week. I'm going to predict. Wait, what was your uh, prediction for last week? I, I kind of forget, to be honest with you, bro. <laughs> I don't really remember. All right, let's just go to next week's prediction. Um, I think I was going to say something about Frost, but I'm going to go Hazy. I think Hazy gets two more next time we talk. He'll, he'll have two more goals under his belt. JVR is a streaky player, and I think he's hitting his hot streak. Ooh, I like it. You know, I, I like it. That's probably one of the – Ooh, ooh. Let me tack Safe on. Pick. Let me tack on two two more JVR goals this week. I like it. Actually, should I say more? <laughs> we're doing bold predictions. Yeah, is, fuck is it. Is two goals in a week that bold? Yeah, all right, yeah. Fuck Maybe it. for no, him no, it is. No, at this you point. know what? You know what, Danny? You're right. I'm gonna go three for for Hayes. Oh, you're going three. I'm going three for Hayes. You're right, Danny. I'll go three for JVR. Then. I'm down. Wait, was yours uh, just points, or was it goals? Points. I mean, I did. I can see Hazy doing that. I must have said. I might have said goals, but I'm gonna change it to points. I'm do points. Yeah, he's he can been playing, definitely. He's been playing good. He can lately, definitely. Man. If it's points, I'm gonna do six. Okay. <laughs> six, Kevin Hayes. Six points, points next, next time we talk. That's a bold. That is, fucking, that is bold. That's bold. I got. I'm. St- I'm still going with the three JVR. I think I've already had this prediction earlier. In the I'll season, remember that. But prediction. now he's going. But now he is going. I'm telling you, JVR. I could look like such an idiot next week with this prediction too. But he's bumped up in the lineup. He looks like he's doing the little things better. I, yeah, I got JVR three goals for sure. I love it. And I, I would love, love to see it. And I think this team's going to be on a different a different tone Yeah, next you'll, you'll see a different hockey team. You'll see a different hockey team on Tuesday. For sure. Guaranteed. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Guaranteed. If, if this week, hopefully, if this week is another <laughs> nosedive week, the tone of the next pod could be. Eh. Could be some serious ranting. Yeah, we will but this be. team has earned our trust to the point where yes, they deserve it. The first thirty games were good enough to where they deserve our trust through this terrible fucking road trip. Best month of November ever. Hey, sometimes you can't have the best December ever. Nope. After having your best November ever, there's a lot of hockey left to play. Oh, for sure. And I'm excited for Tuesday. I'm excited I'm, for this excited. whole week. Two straight home games. Mm-hmm. Then we go to Ottawa. Yep. And then there's the game before Christmas. Beat the Christmas shit out of Ottawa. Let's go. I need that W in Ottawa. Three home games in the next four. Anaheim, Buffalo, New York are our next home games. Mm-hmm. All winnable games. Buffalo's playing good hockey, but... B- Buffalo was my sneaker. Sneaker. Yeah. I, why did I just say sneaker? <laughs> Sneaky pick in the offseason. I really, really thought... Like, they're a good hockey team. Middle stat. Obviously, Eichel. He, he hasn't gotten enough talk yet. Sheary. Do you know what he's on right now? Eichel? Yeah, he's on point like a streak? 15, 16 game point streak. He has like 45 points or something like that. He's, he's really he's ridiculous good. this year. People just don't talk about him because of who was taken in front of him. He, no, I and think. How much better he is. I think there was concerns with him. Yeah, no, for the sure there were. Years, but this year, this is his breakout year. Like, I love he, it. He is going all. I, I like. I've always liked Jack Eichel as a player. And you were on the pod. Like we, we actually picked our our sleeper teams on the pod. Yeah. And so you, the receipts are out there. You picked Buffalo. Do you remember who I picked? Mm. I picked Arizona. And look at them. They're yeah, fucking both killing of our it. picks. Hockey minds, bro. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I I really want this fucking W, dude. I keep thinking about it. Like, I just want a clean slate. Yeah. Win a hockey Restart. Game. Restart as fans. Yeah. But I, we want to make sure you guys are still on board. Nah, on they're still with us. They're still with us. Don't worry. And we're going to get the shirts out soon. We're going to make that announcement. We uh been slacking with the shirts, trying to find the right design, trying to find the right t-shirt. It's been a it's been a longer process than I anticipated for me personally. We're looking for quality. Yeah, we we don't want it to be those kind of shirts that's one and done. Can't reuse. We want to. We want you guys to wear these shirts at the games and stuff, and actually a quality shirt, like Danny said. So keep an eye out for the shirts, probably within the next week or two. We are also nine Twitter followers away from one thousand. We probably we're gonna hit one thousand, hopefully, by the next episode. And that's another thank you. We want to. Oh, send absolutely, out for and sure. We, and we have a surprise for a thousand followers, and we'll tweet it out. Once we hit a thousand, so stick around if you want to see the, the surprise for sure. Big week ahead. Let's go. Let's go. Go Flyers, I am baby. Danny Deemer with Chris Stumpo. I am at TLY Danny at Chris Stumps and our main at the Liberty on everything. Give us a review on iTunes if you were feeling generous and love our podcast. Love you guys. If go we hit Flyers. 1K this week, we appreciate everything. Go Flyers.